Thanks for tuning in on Apple or Spotify to listen to another brand new episode of The Eye Test. Before we start the show, please take five seconds to leave a review. Since we don't sell you anything, this is the best way to help us grow. We would really appreciate it. Thanks again, and enjoy the episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the eye test. John is not doing this intro because he is in the hot seat this episode in our third edition of this round of the hot seat. Me and Paul are going to ask him some burning questions, and I think we all enjoy roasting John a little bit. We know Instagram enjoys it a lot. If you want to see that, go check out our latest Instagram video where John talks about his most recent mock draft. Apparently, Instagram didn't like it. So we're going to ask John a few burning questions about the draft, and we'll see if he can handle them. Paul, do you want to start us out? I would love to, Bob. Yes. John, welcome to the hot seat. Um, I just want to say that what you've done for this organization has not gone unnoticed, but there are some wavering holes, obviously, that we need to iron out. So thank you for being here. My first question for you, John is you have executed a near-perfect draft. Near-perfect. With one slight exception. You have skipped out on the quarterback position, hoping to grab either Aaron Rodgers, Geno Smith, Kirk Cousins. But unfortunately, the three people in front of you all took them as their backup quarterback. You currently do not have a QB1. Oh. Who John right now. do you take after that Kirk Cousins tear break? Well, first of all, honestly, me having a near-perfect draft, very unlikely. So this is awesome. <laughs> um, but I can tell you right now, the quarterback that I would take if, because I had, right when you said, like, late-round quarterback, I immediately was like, okay, Geno Smith, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and, then, and then they got sniped. So we got to think on the clock. I probably have like minute clicks talk the clock's ticking down. I'm gonna go Daniel Jones here because Ooh. of his rushing ability. Uh, I am not a fan of the receivers he has right now, but I do like Darren Waller. He's gonna pass to Saquon and his rushing ability. I'm at the end of the day, look at rushing ability for for quarterbacks that late. Daniel Jones could really be. I mean, he was a top ten quarterback last year. He could push towards that top five number thanks to his rushing ability this year. And that's going to be my pick. Paul, yeah. before I ask my question, what is it about having John in the hot seat or like roasting John that just gets yeah, I was gonna, that this like tickles? So this much. isn't a roast, dude. <laughs> it just like, I guess because John is the king at dishing it out. Like John will be the first one to laugh yeah. at a comment in the sleeper chat, or he'll be the one to like instigate a conversation or stir the pot when it needs to be stirred and so it's just nice to have john on the receiving end of the a lot of shenanigans that he pulls on us so and i can take it i can take it as much john as i can, can take it, take it. how it's, much did you cry after we roasted your dynasty team john because we went in yeah that was a good one i didn't need to cry i knew i was right okay John's still john's still convinced that the team of jalen hurts and now stevon diggs is going to make the playoffs. Blissfully hey, ignorant is John. Oh, I forgot to put the ticker on. Look at the ticker here. Oh. Well, while John's putting on the ticker, 
There are actually a couple guys I liked in this range of quarterback. Um, Daniel Jones, Jared Goff, Russell Wilson, we could see a bounce back season. I would have accepted either of those three as answers, John. So well done. Well done, John. All right. Got a burning question for you here. So, John, we are in the first round and you got the fifth overall selection, but all of the top four pass catchers have gone before you. So we're talking, uh, excuse me, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Travis Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill have all been selected in the top four. So now with the newly injured Cooper Cup at the five position, are you taking that, you know, little bit of a risk on Cooper Cup now, or are you picking from the crop of running backs? Because there's only run and you could pick any of them. Oh, so I have the option to get CMC here. Yes, I'm. I'm asking if you're going pretty much if you're going to go Cup or CMC. I guess. Well, Bijan is right there. I've always <laughs> wanted Bijan on my team. Give me Bijan, baby. I'm so <laughs> high on it, dude. He's going to be volume guy. He's 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 pass catcher, running back, workhorse. You name it. Give me Bijan, CMC, dude. Niners are going to suck. No, they're not. But CMC, Bijan. Just I want to have fun this year, dude. So I've had CMC before. I've been let down by CMC. It's like going back to that ex-girlfriend that keeps saying she's changed, and you keep taking her back. That's CMC. So are you? You Give are me that passing. new dime on the block, Bijan Robinson. So you you <laughs> are just moved in next door. What's up, Bob? You are passing on Cooper Cup in that situation. Yes, because. I'm not a fan of continuing on with a r- positional run. That's quite the wide receiver run. So I'm going to go ahead and I do have the option to get the number one running back. I'm going to opt to take the actual number one running back in Bijan Robinson. I uh, should have expected an answer like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. John, you're going to have so much fun finishing an eighth. No, Bijan CMC helps you get to the playoffs as long as you draft great in rounds two through. So are we just going to ignore Tyler Algier's like a thousand yard campaign last year? And the fact that Arthur Smith actively does not care about your fantasy team? I think you kind of have to ignore it. We have to ignore it. Yeah, The only reason that Tyler Algier will be good this year is if Bijan gets hurt. I I agree. He's the most bust-proof prospect in this draft i think he could i think tyler algier could have like you know maybe one or two games where he gets into the end zone and it's like whoa tyler algier has 12 points this week but it's not there's no there's going to be no type of consistency for him this year yeah i guess it's not really a tyler algier argument for me it's just christian mccaffrey you're gonna pass on christian mccaffrey i would get a lot of crap from my league mates but um (laughs) Dude, I, I, I am at the end of almost every draft that I'm in this year. I would love to get Bijan. John, trade, you could make me an offer for him in Dynasty. I have no assets. <laughs> <laughs> I have no draft picks. I'm riding with my team, dude, until 2027. <laughs> give me, you could give me Jalen Hurts. No. 
not a bad. You thought about it though for a second though, <laughs> didn't you? I did. I, Maybe, about it. I think I'd prefer Jalen still, but yeah, I mean, of course. <laughs> yeah. All right, one second. <gasps> we don't. We're Paul. We're live, Paul. I'm just opening the door because Maddie's about to be home, and I don't want the dog barking. Maddie. Aw. The women that support us. The, the women, women that support, support us. us. Yeah, so I was just opening the door for her, but... Oh, chivalry. Not yes. Yet. All right. John, that was the answer I expected from you. So, <laughs> glad, glad, glad to have you here for that. All right, John. So if you see my subtitle, my name, it is not the hit song Love Shack by the B-52s, a go-to karaoke song. It is Love Stack. So, with that being said, John, I have three QB wide receiver stacks that are very realistic that you can get in your fantasy draft, and I would like for you to rank them. One to third. First to third. All right, the first being Josh Allen and Gabe Davis. Jimmy G and Devontae Adams. Or Anthony Richardson and Michael Pittman. Ugh. That one's horrible. And so I, I'm ranking I, them off of total points at the end of the week. You're ranking them off of <clears throat> total points at the end of the week, who you are most confident that together will get you the most points. Weekend, and I tried to out. throw a little mix in there. I got you an elite quarterback in Josh Allen with a stinky receiver, Gabe Davis. I know. You a Jimmy G, really what are we going to do? And a Devontae Adams kind of, what are we going to do? Even though we think Devontae's still going to be okay. And then a high rushing upside Anthony Richardson and maybe floats a few to Michael Pittman. What do you think? I'm, I'm going to put Pittman and Richardson at three right off okay. the bat. That's Thank you, easy one. Thank you, John. Okay. You're welcome. Order has been restored to <laughs> this episode. Yeah. yeah I was okay. so ready for John to be like, I'm taking Anthony Richardson, Michael Pittman's upside every day. No, I'm so down on Pittman. I'm not so down on Richardson, but I'm so down on Pittman. Um, and I think Richardson's going to be mid. So that's like, you know, I'm thinking um, 15 points from Richardson and 8 to 10 from Pittman. So 25 points. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to... And I can repeat the names if you need. Uh, I, okay, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Josh Allen and Gabe Davis at two. I hate to do that, but I just think that like Josh Allen could outscore in some weeks Devontae and Jimmy G because of how bad Jimmy G will play. So just Josh Allen alone, he could outscore those two people um, because if Jimmy G's not throwing well, Devontae's not catching well. Um, but obviously if Jimmy G has an average game of 12 to 15 points, like, that could be Devontae scoring 25 still. So that could be a potential of like 35, 40 points. Josh Allen could score 40 points. Um, Gabe Davis just needs to catch the ball once, and I and I win that <laughs> stack. And then, of course, I'll risk the high-flying, once-in-a-blue-moon Gabe Davis game. You know, that's tough. I'm going to go Josh Allen, Gabe Davis one, Jimmy G, Devontae Adams two, Anthony Richardson and Michael Pittman three. That is, you guys agree with that? Uh, 
I think you made a good argument for Josh Allen and Gabe Davis solely for the fact that Josh Allen could literally outscore the stack of Devontae Adams and Jimmy G by himself. I think if I was playing it safe, I would probably go Jimmy G and Devontae Adams because Jimmy G has proven over the years that he has a solid floor, doesn't really have a ceiling at all. He's pretty much just floor, which is like 15 to like 18 points. And, you know, assuming that Devontae Adams is going to be who he is, then, you know, we're expecting him to be normal. But, yeah, I think I would play it safe and take Jimmy G and Devontae Adams. But the upside for Josh Allen and Gabe Davis obviously far exceeds that. Yeah, I think that's where I was going with it. I would agree. The safe option is Jimmy G and Devontae Adams because, you know, there could be – there's probably going to be more games, I would say, where Josh Allen – is scoring his regular 30 points and Gabe is like at two. Yeah. <laughs> I've, yeah. I've then like Gabe Jimmy G at three. five and Devonte at five. Like I'm sure that's not going to happen that often. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think the offense is, you made a good argument, John. I, I believe you answered it very well, but uh, I th- agree completely. Jimmy G Devonte is safe. That offense is going to run through Devonte Adams this year. No question about it, especially with Jacobs, like not even being near the team not doing anything, and I've had Gabe Davis before, and I am scorned by him, so I will never touch him again in anything. Yeah, I nice. wouldn't ever draft Gabe Davis. All right, John, you ready for your last one? Oh, this is it? Yeah, this is a little two-parter for you. Ooh. Okay, I'm ready. This is a little two-parter for you. Okay. So, And we're talking running backs that are – currently holding out pretty much or one is definitely holding out and one is kind of holding out but he's also hurt so the first one is jonathan taylor so john in in this draft you have secured your wide receiver one in the first round of the draft we'll say you were at pick seven or eight so i got all right yeah you got digs at seven or eight now you're in the second round so you're at like the two five Mm -hmm. jonathan taylor has fallen to you at the two five which is, you know, a pretty decent deal. I think he was going at the end of the when he before this whole situation, you know, started. He was going at the end of the first round. Mm-hmm. So you're getting a little bit of a discount on him. At that one to two turn, are you taking the risk on him at the two five after you have secured digs? No. Not at all. No, I'm not taking I can get people like uh, Jalen Hurts, Tony Pollard, Garrett Wilson, Derrick Henry, Waddle. I'd take all those guys over Jonathan Taylor, even if Jonathan Taylor falls. Just because someone falls to you does not mean that you should take them. That'll be my advice. Um, not saying that there's always a reason for it. Sometimes the reason is your league mates are just stupid. Um, but for this specific reason, Jonathan Taylor falling to me, yeah, no. Jonathan Taylor's on my do not draft list. Nope, not taking that risk this year. I will take all those people that I listed uh, over Jonathan Taylor. Okay, let me give you a little bit of a harder one Oh, now. So this is more of a generic one. So we could, I think we could all agree that the Josh Jacobs situation is a little more serious than Jonathan Taylor's situation. I think there's real concern that he this will bleed into the regular season and he could miss a game, if not multiple games. Mm -hmm. So I think his draft stock is going to fall. 
And he's currently going in like the mid second round currently coming off a great year. So let's say you're at the two, three turn. So mm-hmm. you're at like, you know, two eleven, two twelve, maybe even three, one. Are you taking that gamble on Josh Jacobs at the turn, the two, three turn, the two, three turn. Got some good options there too. So you're already one, talking. One thing that I really fear is messing up my draft in the first three rounds. Like if I can comfortably nail my top three picks, I feel better about my team by the end of the draft. Um, ideally, you really want to nail like your top five. Um, but I feel good and safe with a, a nailed down top three players. Um, if, if the draft was today, is that, is that the question? If the draft was today? It's all, yeah, we're talking just uh, today. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with no, I'm not going to get Josh Jacobs. I'll have the option to draft people like, um, I mean, I could get my tight end and Mark Andrews there. I could get Devontae Smith, Ramondre Stevenson, Chris Olave. Eh, not a big fan, but I could, and I know he's playing. So I'm going to go with no there too. I'm not a fan of, Cranky football players okay. suck it up and play. Gosh so, darn it! So with <laughs> that, he signed a damn contract. <laughs> so with that logic, John, are you? This is kind of kind of adding on to the question. Are you saying that you would rather take like a Brees Hall or a Najee Harris in that mid, early to mid third round over guys like Josh Jacobs right now? Even though Brees yeah. Hall is hurt and Najee's healthy, but they're under contract. They're going to be playing. Yeah. So you're willing to skip on Jacobs that. I am. I am. Wow. It's a fair point. It does scare me too. So, it's, I mean, I, I'm i with you there. It's, it's uh, Sometimes the hardest decisions, Paul, are the right ones. I think. And it's a hard decision to, uh, to not draft Josh Jacobs. But if he plays, then that's fine. But the anxiety of me having to wait for Josh Jacobs to play. I can only imagine how Bob felt with Keenan Allen last year. Cause every week it was like Keenan Allen questionable. And then it's like Wednesday, yeah. Keenan Allen out. <laughs> it's hard. Keenan yeah. Allen getting that, on field light practice. You're like, yeah, right. Limited that's practice. That's honestly worse than when a guy just goes down and they're like, yeah, he's done basically for the year. When you're like clinging onto the hope when you're, you know, in the bottom of the standings and you're like, I need this guy to come back so I can make a playoff run. And you're constantly just monitoring the practice reports and everything like that. There's no worse feeling in fantasy football than that. But going back to the questions, I do agree with you. I think the Jonathan Taylor one is a pretty easy answer. Definitely wouldn't take the risk on him in that range. The Josh Jacobs one is where it gets a little interesting for me because you're talking like beginning of the third round where, you know, there's guys like, you know, ETN, Najee Harris, Brees Hall, all guys would come with a little more question marks. But you're potentially getting a guy, Josh Jacobs, who I th- think was the RB3 off the top of my head last year. And if he is playing, he's probably going to have a very similar role. That's mm-hmm. a deal that is very, very hard to pass up. I don't, depending on who my first two picks are, I don't know if I could pass that up. I just hope I would be able to nail like my fourth, fifth picks to kind of cover that up for when yeah. I think he eventually will play. It's just a matter of when. 
Yeah, yep. I think that goes back to what we were talking about, I believe, in last episode, where you almost, if you make that kind of decision, you want to hide him with like a Joe Burrow or a Trevor Lawrence in like the fourth or fifth round, where you can still kind of make up for those points just at a different position besides running back. Yeah. How did I do? I think Good. you did well. I think all three yeah, of us kind of nailed it. Thank you. Yeah, we did. Well done, everybody. <laughs> I'm ready for the draft, dude. We're only 12 days away right now. Cannot wait. We're getting Can't so wait. close. We're drafting very early, but we don't care. The boys we want don't to draft. care. It's going to be interesting to, to see how these running backs play out in our league with Dude, drafting and early. Honestly, like the fact that we're drafting this early and like we're not going to have an answer from Josh Jacobs then. So this could literally be a real life situation that someone's going to have to deal with. Yeah, it could either pan out really bad or it could pan out like amazingly really for some yeah. people. So yeah. we'll see how it goes. John, you want to send us off? Yep, guys, we'll be back next week. We're getting so close to the draft season, so we're going to do something um, that has to do with that, I'm sure. Oh, wait a second. We're going on a week break, aren't we? I'm going to – I'm riding solo. Dude, John's we're going to have solo so next much week. fun, guys. It's going to be <laughs> me and you, the viewers, and those listeners on Apple and Spotify. Oh, we're going to have so much fun. Let us know down in the comments what you want me to talk about. I'll talk about – anything dude i'll do zero running back strategy mocks all night and we can just laugh at my team together like they're doing on instagram and tiktok right now go ahead follow us on our social pages don't forget to enter our Bijan robinson sweepstakes on our youtube instagram tiktok facebook whatever it is just join it it's a sick jersey you can hang it up on a wall you hate the falcons you can rip it up light it on fire and tag us in that video please <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks See you then. See you. Peace.